I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. All right, um, yeah, go ahead, uh, Mr. Arinha, uh, if you could. Uh, yes, that's that's Iron Jaw. Um, um, uh, of course it is. Um, and I'm supposed to just read. Okay. Yeah, no, whenever um, you're ready. Uh, let's let's hope you can do better than your bird brain friend. Hello. And uh I am I am Trevor Ironjar and I am here to welcome you to the Rolling in the Geek. What is this Rolling in the Geek? I don't yeah, no, I, I'm not rolling right I now. Understand. What is going on? All right, let's let's uh let's take a five. Hello, I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello there. Uh, I'm Harkos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm an book for Monk from Okaido, a Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge, and a proud member of the B-Team. We are set on purging Riven once again of the dragon tyrants that seem to be resurging. We're Wait, that's what really what we're trying to do? We're going to drag it? Oh, dear. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, Forge Cleric of Numerath. I have left this world once and witnessed what is waiting for me. However, my friends need me, and I promise to become the bulwark of this world to protect them and the blade of Numerath to cleanse it of corruption. Portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team meets and talks with Veldrith, the herald to Borvinsol. 
As the conversation progresses, they get multiple info bombs dropped upon them. Veldreth tells them that his master was betrayed by Eocor's Methuselah, Sam Renton, and that they were trapped inside the ley line as punishment for their crime. He tells them that his master and Numerath were close and worked together, and that despite their not knowing about it, that Borvinsol, Veldreth's uh, Methuselah, does live again and was reborn by steel as Pylorva was reborn in flame. The team is able to get information from some of the drow that were being scolded by Veldreth, and one of them tells the team that a piece of the statue was taken by the elders. Veldreth asks a favor in exchange for his help retrieving the piece, which is that they help him find the ceramic jar that holds the soul of Sam Renton so that he can give it to his master to keep it safe and ensure she will not return to the mortal world. They all agree and head to the, the elder's home. Well, they agree-ish. Veldreth seems intent on there being a fight, but the team tells him that they should try a diplomatic approach first. They reach the front door to the Elder Sanctum and open the door, where Trevor sees six glints around the ceiling and hears bows being fired. And that is where we pick back up. That is where we'll call it. (laughs) That is where we'll call it. First recording session back after COVID and my eye exploded and we're going to last for five seconds. (laughs) Never mind, I'm not going to go there. I'll go there. Sounds like Brad on an average day. Sounds better than Brad on an average day. (laughs) Better. That's where I was going. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Uh, So first things first, uh, it was an exclusive for for last uh, for from uh, uh, the under the trench coat from last episode. But our team did uh, our team did level up uh, to level seven. uh, Well, Trevor and Harkos did. Uh, and then Phil pops up one to six. Uh, so do you guys want to talk about what, what you got? What about Puffles? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, Puffles leveled up, but his is his is less important slash interesting than. <laughs> he got some more HP and some more spe- like a couple more spells like it's not super exciting. Actually, I do need to get his character sheet out. Hey, there you are. That's the first one I grabbed. Cool. All right. Uh, so, uh, who wants to talk first? Uh, no I one's can, answering the call. <laughs> no one's answering the call. Go ahead, Brad. So, so I jumped up eight HP. Okay. Because I took the, I rolled very low and took the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I got my first fourth level spell slot. Yay! And I picked up Death Ward. So hopefully that helps out at some point. And that's about all I got. Uh, so, Nick, what'd you get? Uh, I got nine HPs because I rolled a six and my calling gives me plus three. Okay. And I got two little I got two little monk abilities at level seven. Uh which I'm very excited about. So I have evasion now. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. So uh your instinctive agility lets you dodge out of the way of certain area effects, such as blue dragon's lightning breath or a fireball spell, just to name a few. Uh when you're subjected to an effect that allows you to make a deck save uh and take only half damage, you instead take no damage if you succeed and half if you fail. 
And then the other one I got is stillness of mind, so I can use my action to end one effect on myself that is causing me to be charmed or frightened. Being as Harkos likes to get frightened by fucking everything and spend half the fight <laughs> that way, I feel like that's pretty fucking helpful. <laughs> oh, 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 my eye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Phil leveled up. He got... Uh, so I... At level six, uh, Fighter gets another ability score improvement. So... Phil increased his con by two, uh, which in total gave him 17 more hit points uh, between his roll, his con, and tough. Uh, so he's up to 79 hit points. Uh, and that is uh, that is that is it, because that is the fighter's leveling. <laughs> it's a lot of ability score improvements and just a lot more hit points and more attackies. Uh, but Phil will will be uh, a better tank, as it were. Yay! So what are what are your your guys's max hit points now? Sixty six. Sixty six. Whoa! Whoa! And this is episode sixty six. Holy fuck! Whoa. Holy shit! Good things are bound to happen here. That's fucking beautiful. Or really bad things. Or really, really bad, bad things. things. We'll, we'll see how far you get. Uh, also, uh, I, I realize uh, I don't want to take too much away from Patreon people. Uh, this is at the beginning of our uh, warm-up session, uh, so join Patreon if you want to catch those. Um, but just just for the audience, because I, I, lo- I, I love myself. Um, execute episode 66. That's what I said to start the recording session. And now it makes even more sense because there's so many sixes. So many of the sixes. That's no kidding. Yeah. Jesus. That's that's fucking bonkers to me. But all right. What's what's uh, Phil up to? Uh Phil is at 79. So yeah, he's oh, Phil fucked he, it he, all up. He was at 62 <laughs> before. But don't drop, get, dropping don't, the ball. Don't get fucking mad at him. Don't you dare get fucking mad at him. Should, should I go ahead and just reduce his hit points? No, you want me to no, take it down to six? No, I can do this. No, no. I, Phil gets a really nasty flu, and he just has less hit points now. That's a significant too, too, drop, too. Too, too, <laughs> like, too soon. Too soon, Ken. Too soon. Okay. Well, I, I, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you fucking tell him. Okay. I uh, So... I guess, uh, I mean, first thing that we really should do is roll for initiative, right? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. arrows are being fired at you, so, you know. <laughs> I realize the arrow thing is probably going to happen first anyway, but I like that arrows are being fired. Roll for initiative. Well, I go first, so I move faster than the arrows. Fuck your arrows. Uh, 18. That's what I get for saying words. <laughs> Nine. Oh God! This is f- one of the first times that you guys have been that far apart. I rolled, like, a, I rolled a five. Uh, you said eighteen, right, Trevor? Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, Phil and Puffles got fucking garbage. So, uh, they're both lower than Harkos. Oh Jesus! Uh, so that's Puffles. Phil, Phil got a three. 
Jesus. <clears throat> uh, what's your what's your dex, Trevor? My dex is a two. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh Veldreth got the same, got eighteen as well, but he has a lower dex than you. So, it, yeah, uh, right, he does. Oh, okay, aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I walked through the door first. Okay. Uh, Trevor, you have first go. So this is how this goes, actually, uh, is that you you had to roll a perception at the end of last episode because you made the perception. Then you're able to duck uh, to the side of the door or shield yourself so that you're not getting hit by these by these initial shots. But I'm going to roll to see how many get past you and possibly hit others. Okay, well, that sucks. That's all of them. They, they all went past me and hit others? <laughs> they, they all, they're, uh, I'm making attack rolls. I did it fair. I rolled a six. That's not my fault. It's the dice's fault. You blame them. All right, so we have one, two, three, four. Okay. So, okay. okay, so three of them will be at Veldrith, and then one at Harkos and two at Phil. So, Veldrith. That's one hit, two misses for Harkos. Does a do, 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 do. does a seventeen hit you? Fuck yeah, by one. Okay, okay, and Phil one hit. Okay, so Veldreth. take six damage, Harkos. You take six damage and Phil Ooh, Phil takes nine alright so suddenly arrows sprout from your chest uh, <laughs> and now it is Trevor's turn uh, you can okay so I uh, you Again, this is a dark room that you're staring into. You can see where the glints from the arrows are, uh, where they where they came from. Uh, but uh, you you don't see figures at this and, moment. And, and that's even with my my dark vision glasses I, on. That that's what helped you in the first place. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, if you want to, uh, you, you can do a perception to see if you can catch. I will sure try. Okay. That's a 17. Okay. Uh, Roll. All right. So I. You see four shadowy figures kind of like walking, uh, like slowly kind of duck moving along a uh, like a I want to say banister, but that's not the right word. Uh, It's a balcony 
uh, that uh, seems to be kind of like in the, the wall pretty high up on the uh, like towards the ceiling. You can see four shadowy figures that are moving along. So, so I'm, you can see at least four of the six that are up there. I'm going to yell out. We came here to talk, but if you wish to fight, then we we can fight. Let's see if I get a reply. Uh, roll uh, persuasion. Let me see how let me see how persuasive you are. I'm I'm 11 persuasive. Okay. I uh, <laughs> you uh, uh, their response is that you can see them knocking another arrow. Fantastic. I'm going to look over at Veldrith and go, "Well, apparently you got your wish." He nods to you and like kind of puts a, a shield up in front of him to to try to block him his body that's, a little bit. That's and, what I'm going to uh, do too and and step in. Okay. Uh are you going to Uh I'm going to Sacred Flame one of them. Uh is that a save one? Yeah. Okay. It's a uh, deck save. Okay. Save. Probably not the most optimal spell. To uh, use. Does does uh does a twelve make it? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that the that that save isn't isn't higher, but it is not. Twelve twelve points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, so you uh, you fire off this blast of, of radiant light and it strikes one of them and you can see that it it messes them up pretty bad. Nice. Uh, it is Veldreth's turn. Uh, he is. Nah, he's going to save that. Uh, so he's going to move forward uh, kind of towards the, the base of the stairs that you can see on the other side of the room uh, and uh, or towards the door. This is not a set of stairs. He's going to get over there and then he's going to take the dodge action uh, to give himself a little bit of protection. Uh, it is now the drow's turn. So... Arcos. Arcos. So two two attacks are going to Phil, two attacks are going to Harcos. Uh for Phil, that is the 18, which will hit him. So he will take six damage. Six is apparently the number because that's the third time that I've rolled six damage <laughs> on episode 66, and you guys have 66 max HP. So this is all getting unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> Harkos, highest is a 15. Does that hit you? Yeah, you don't hit me. Oh, but okay. Thanks for confusing. So Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so those two, and then uh, there are two. They're going to 
All right. Uh, Trevor. I'm assuming an 11 does not hit you. Nope. What about a 20? Nope. 20 doesn't hit you? Nope, I have a 21. Ooh, you being all fucking fancy. All right, so that misses. Vildred is going to get hit. Four, ten damage. Okay, uh, Harkos, it is now your turn. Uh, you, at current, cannot see where any of them are. Uh, if you want to do a perception like uh, Trevor did, then you can try to get a location if you wanting to like fly up and try to engage. Yeah, um, I'll do the perception thing because I got fuck okay. all else. Okay. Nope. Not no. I rolled a, another five, uh, oh, so God. that's a total of seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you know that the shots are coming from above, but you don't know from where. Um, like you you don't even know that there's the because Trevor saw the balcony that they were firing from. You don't you can't even see that there's a balcony up there. Um, I think. Well, no, I, that's that's just going to be my turn. Uh, I was thinking about maybe doing uh, spending a key point to do patient defense so I could take dodge. Uh, you you then, could still use your regular action to dodge if you wanted to so that you don't have to use the key. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I'll do that because I, I would say I'd hold my action, but they're using bow and arrow. I highly doubt they're going to fucking come near me. Um, so, yeah, I'll do I'll do that. OK, so any attacks on you will have disadvantage. So that goes to Puffles. What is Puffles going to do now? Nah, he's going to he's going to save. He's going to save the big one. OK. Uh, so Puffles needs to make a perception to see if he can. Nope, he's just he's just as off as you. Uh, so what he is going to do instead is do 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 do. I just have to make sure of his size. Uh, Puffles is just going to have to do the dodge thing too because he doesn't have he doesn't have anything that he can use right at this moment until something changes. I. Uh, Okay, so that takes it to Phil's turn. Hey, good job. So Phil can see. Uh, so he he whips out his bow, and he's gonna try to make he's gonna try to make a shot on a different uh, on a different than what you hit there, Trevor. Uh, and that is one hit for nine damage. Not bad, Phil. Back to you, Trevor. Um. I'll uh, I'll pick another one up top and guiding bolt it so I can help Arcos out a bit, maybe. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, one that hasn't been hit. 
Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, go ahead. I have to make a ranged spell attack. So. That gives me a 23 total. Yeah. <laughs> and then 4d6. Nineteen points of radiant damage. Okay, uh, so you fire off that bolt. Uh, so the streak of, of you know golden light comes flying out from you and hits this thing and just pulverizes it, slams it up against the back wall, and it slumps over dead. Huh. but it's still shiny. So uh, I'll so give. So now you know an, there's a balcony. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. You can definitely tell that there's something that Parkos and the others can tell that there's something going on up there. Oh, Trevor, I uh, see that. He's, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did see that one. Uh, anything else or are you good? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Uh, it is Veldreth's turn. He is... He's going to try to do an athletics to try to climb up to that balcony. Just Holy shit! the ladder. <laughs> uh, he rolled a fucking crit. So this motherfucker just jumps up and like digs his claws into the wall and starts fucking spider climbing up yes. the side and then th- pulls himself up over the uh, over the balcony. I. Uh, gonna roll to see if it's high then he is close enough to one to attack uh it's low so he gets up there but there's nobody close enough for him to actually make an attack on uh so now we get to the pew pews so down below okay so that's trevor that's Trevor. And that's Puffles. All right, so two on Trevor, one on Puffles. Uh, Trevor, does a 20, uh, 22? Yep. Okay, so that's one on you. And Puffles, yeah, that's going to hit. That's 18 on the die. So Trevor, four damage. Puffles is eight damage. Uh, just for information's sake, uh, Puffles is looking looking so uh, a little on the, the not great side. Yay! Um. Okay. It's gonna hit. gonna hit uh so from above you hear quick movements and uh then some slashes get put into uh veldreth up above you oh shit that's the wrong guy ouch uh, so Veldreth takes 32 damage. Damn! As 
he gets struck from multiple angles. And that takes it to Harkos. Uh, so Harkos, you can see that Veldreth scaled up and is up on that balcony, and you can see the glowing corpse uh, that is left up there. Uh, so you you know that some shit's going down up in that area. So it's up to you what you want to do. Uh, I'm going to fly up there. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a perception with advantage since you're getting closer and you've got you've got some aid in the the glowy corpse and whatnot. See if you can pick out where one of these folks are. Okay. Well, it's better than I've been rolling. That's not. Uh, my highest is a 13. Okay. I so I rolled an 11 and then a one. Okay, uh, you can see that there are uh, three uh, drow that are kind of like skulking their way around this balcony, firing from different places. Uh, but you get up there and you're fairly close to where one of them is. Like, you'd be able to definitely reach there with your, your crazy fucking fly movement. All right, I'm, I'm going is to... Is it 60 or is it more than that now? So it, so it didn't go up with this level, but my flying speed is 65. Okay. It won't go yeah, up again until level 10, and then it's it's going to go up another 5, so it'll be 70 at level 10. Fast fucking owl. Yeah, is, I think, um, based on my information from Saturday games, I'm pretty sure um, griffins have 80. Uh, so I'm I'm getting there as, as a little bird, man. I'm fucking getting there. <laughs> I'll be there before you know it. You're there. You're able to make an attack. Okay. Um. Do 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 do. I gotta remember how to play Harkos. Okay, here we go. That's a 19 to hit. That definitely hits. Okay, and then I'm gonna roll my melee as well. Which is a 17 to hit. That hits. Cool. So, I need... Is that all your attack? I thought you had two plus the bonus action. Oh, fuck. You know what? This is this is you being nice. Yeah, I, get, I have two attacks now. Another 17. Okay. All so, three hit. Um, I need... Oh, my stupid thing's in the way. Okay, here we go. Oh, that could have been better, but whatever. Um, so that's 15 piercing damage from the spear. And then... My melee... Oh, click the wrong thing. My melee is it's a d6 now, that's right. So d6 and 4... So nine um, slashing damage. Okay. So you do the two jabs with the spear and you see the thing kind of wavering and then you just finish it off with the with the old talons. That's good. And he slumps over dead. That's good for my ego. Harkos needed that one. <laughs> did, did Nick need that one too? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so it is now Puffle's turn. What, do you have anything else before I... Uh, no. No, I do not. Okay. Puffle's turn. He is going to roll Perception with Advantage. And that is a 17. So he will... He's able to spot one. He is going to... He's going to throw a Firebolt their way. Return to the classics. That is a... 17 to hit, which will hit. Does nine damage. So, uh, Harkos, you can see that this streak of flame come flying up towards the balcony, hit another one of these drow that is uh, was fairly close to you, and just burns the thing out right away. It slams into him, throws him up against the wall, and he slumps down dead. Good shot, Puffles. Thanks. I I needed that too. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been doing much damage wise. I needed this. Well, you needed to burn something. You, uh, you've in, you've improved a lot since the last time we saw you fight. I <laughs> uh, it is now Phil's turn, and he is going to take a shot. That will hit. And the second one does not. So he does uh, six damage. Uh, And then you see an arrow fly up from below from Phil and hit the last remaining uh, one of the drow that you can see. And it teeters over the, the balcony and falls to the floor dead. I I didn't need it as much, but it feels good. <laughs> Everyone still okay? It puffles vomits a little bit. But. <laughs> uh, Trevor, it is now your turn. Uh, At the moment, you can see Veldrith, and you see that he's kind of looking around that he can't see what just attacked him. So if you want to try to spy it, you need to roll yeah. perception. Perception. That's 20 on the die with a four. Okay. So 24. So uh, you finally see it's like these things just that like your eye just suddenly catches movement and you can see that there are two uh very dangerous looking drow women that are on either side of Veldrith with uh, dual short swords that have just been stabbing into him from every which angle. Oh. Um. How does he look? Uh, eh, not great, eh. but not, not terrible. Alright, so. He's bleeding, but. I'm gonna guiding bolt one of them then. Okay. Twenty-one to hit. That hits. Seventeen points of radiant damage. Okay. And she's lit up. Yes. Which will definitely be of help. I. Uh, you good? Yeah, that's all I can do. Okay, uh, so Veldrith gives you a nod, and then he turns to uh, 
he turns to try to hit the one that you you lit up. And he gets uh, advantage, I believe. Hang on. Yeah, he gets advantage. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, so that is a dirty 20, which will hit for the first attack. Second attack is a 19, which will also hit. So two solid hits. Not awesome on the damage, but okay. <laughs> so he does 15 damage between the two hits. All right. Uh, so those two drow are on Veldrith. I'm going to see if they're going to sway f or change focus. Okay. All right. So they both stay on Veldrith and they're going to make their attacks. Okay. So one hits once. The other hits once. There's another 17 damage to Veldreth. Uh, and that makes it Harkos's turn. Uh, so you can see the, the one is lit up, uh, but at present you cannot see the other. Uh, definitely within your range to get to, though, to, to get on this one. Okay, then I'm gonna I'm gonna go for him. Her. Her. Sorry. That's presumptuous of me. Uh, that one definitely doesn't hit. That's a 10. Uh, no. no. <sighs> God damn it. And that's a 12. Uh, no. And then... Um... You can tell right away just from looking at these ones that they are, uh, beefier. Than, not beefier, but they're more well outfitted than the one that you took down just a little bit ago. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. For my... Uh, so that's... 17 to hit with my... It just... Just shy of it. Okay. That everything? Yes. Okay. That was an upsetting turn. I apologize. It's, they happen. <laughs> uh, Puffles I is going to attempt to... Well, so you have another pretty that he can do? Yeah. Hey, so he uh, is going to do Scorching Ray. He's going to try to hit the one that's all lit up. That is uh, Dirty 20. That will hit. There's another Dirty 20. And holy shit. Okay, Puffles. Mm. 315s. I did roll roll the advantage, but each one it was a 15 with something else, which equates out to a Dirty 20 for him. So that's, that's fun. So... No! That went really far away, and I'm not going to get it. Sounded like it went really far away. <laughs> it went all the way over to, like, three quarters of the way across that little round rug that we have. Jesus. <laughs> uh, so, 10, 19, and 30. So, 30 total damage from, uh, uh, from Puffles. And where did my pencil go? There you are. Uh, And this one that is lit up looks very badly hurt. And Phil is going to knock an arrow, try to finish her off. Crits on one and gets a 21 on the second one. Jesus. So at least someone's doing something. Twenty. Twenty-three damage. Uh so in a flurry things change dramatically. Uh and uh so you try to make your attacks and she dodges she dodges yours and then puffles slams her with three uh, scorching ray hits and then you see an arrow pop out from her side and she looks down at it and then another one comes up, hits her in the forehead and she falls off of the balcony and is dead. So Trevor, it is now your turn. Uh, You do see the one that is left because you rolled really well in your perception. I am going to sacred flamer. So make a deck save. Dex save. Uh, it's an 11. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. That is max damage. 16 points of radiant damage. Nice. 
Uh, it is Veldreth's turn. Uh, he has not actually seen this one yet, and she keeps on hiding, so... Uh, you see her, and it's very obvious, uh, but he keeps on searching around, trying to find her. Uh, and so instead, he kind of puts his shield, uh, like tries to cover himself as much with the shield, and he's going to just take the dodge action. Because he can't do anything. <laughs> so... I uh, hmm. So you see suddenly she pulls back away from Veldreth and uh drops down to the lower level and runs through the door on the far side of this room. Ah, lovely. And she is gone. Um, the last one apparently ran away. I uh, watched her go through oh. the door. Oh. Oh. Well, that's... Well, that's just disappointing. Agreed. Hmm. And wor- worrisome. The, the, I'm sure they won't be silent as they run deeper. Well. Uh. <sighs> I imagine not. Uh, he kind of starts to climb his his happy way down as well. <laughs> not gracefully either, <laughs> according to my role. Uh, but he slowly crawls his way down the uh, the stone wall and uh, gets back down. He just kind of stands there and stares at you guys for a second. Is everything all right? I'm just curious. Uh, You have fought a real fight, yes. You you said that you you fought against Pylorvo. Yes. You know, the funny thing about a real fight is there are no survivors. Because even if you win, there's part of you that still dies. Just a thought. Just curious is that the alls of you seem talented in the ways of combat. And just it was just a, a fleeting thought that I had. Sometimes you're not in a fight and you die anyways, so <laughs> <laughs> He, he looks at you quizzically. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just gonna head on to the next room. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares at you like quizzically, like like there should be a second part to that story, and you just fucking walk away from him. He just... <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> he he just kind of silently follows along with Trevor. He doesn't really have a response to that. <laughs> uh so uh, uh Harkos, are you going to are you going to follow? Uh yeah. Okay. Uh inside the next room, uh it actually appears to be more or less like uh a, a study. Uh is tall bookshelves surround the, the the room on all four sides. Uh making way only for the three doors that are in this room, one of which you just walked through. Uh, on your right and left are more doors. Uh, both of them are kind of like cracked open that they weren't fully closed. Uh, seems to be a good handful of books that are strewn around. Uh, it almost looks chaotic a little bit. Uh, like somebody or something was working on something in here and had to leave quite suddenly and left all of their materials out and about. Uh, so there's several tables that are strewn with papers and scrolls and, and open books and uh, pieces of parchment that have notes written all over them uh, along with, you know, like chairs that have been all like gathered around each of these tables. Uh, so what do you want to do? I guess start looking around the room, see if we can find anything of importance. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean... Roll uh, roll an investigation check uh, to see if you can find anything that is actually in a language that you understand. I got an eight. <laughs> okay. I got it. A ten. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so Puffles and and Phil uh, uh, start looking around as well. Uh, you guys find books like, and you're kind of rifling through the papers and everything. But everything that's that's here seems to be written in undercommon. Like it's it's a form of Elvish that like you recognize some things, but they're you know not quite the same as as elvish if you if you speak that uh, i there's a lot of material here you can you can at the very least i'll give you that somebody was really trying to figure something out here that this is this seemed to be the project i hmm. uh, but puffles i uh, rolled very well and i uh, he kind of like starts to focus in on one of these books. And uh, uh, well, this is about the only thing that I found that I can read, but it has something to do with this ritual that was cast on Selena. Uh, the process to perform it and the process to undo it. Oh, good. Bring that along with, definitely. Uh, so he he kind of, like, puts a couple of, like, markers in at places that he, as he's kind of looking through it, that he, he can tell. 
and he stops and he says, uh oh. What what is what is that? Oh, oh. oh, oh. it's not good. Um Well there's also apparently a second step to the spell that can be performed after the initial ritual. That after the statue, the the piece has been split uh, like they did to her initially. Apparently, if it's rebuilt, they can kill her using this statue. Oh my. That if it's rebuilt, then all it takes is a strike to the heart and it almost acts like a conduit directly to the creature that it was cast upon originally. Don't suppose there's some way to remove that magic? Uh, no. Uh, if the statue is rebuilt, it can either be undone or finished. That Those are the only two options. Oh. So we can undo it and she won't have the chance to die then? Is that Well, the, the statue must be rebuilt in order to undo the ritual. Right. But if it's rebuilt, then that's also the next step in killing her. Unless we undo it. Unless we undo it, yes. Okay. But it's just concerning that the same step is involved in either of those options. Agreed. Which means we must have all of our uh, ducks in a row, as they say, when you get to that point. You hear a quack from one of the from one of the shelves. A little rubber ducky sitting there. Um. I, I don't I don't have an explanation for that one. You said ducks and a duck spawned into existence is very strange. <sighs> it's the sigh that I was looking for. Is, is that <laughs> one? Anything else that you want to try to do in here? Maybe check for any secret doors behind the bookcases, like tap bookcases. See if there's anything hollow. Uh, if you want to try to do another investigation. Give her a go. I will probably find nothing with a 14, but... <laughs> uh, you, you tap on some stuff, and there's a few books that look, like, suspiciously out of place, and you try those, but I you don't get anything off. Nothing. No. Put the candle back. Just had some very hard, like, young Frankenstein vibes come off of what you were trying <laughs> to do. Yeah, I got nothing else. Okay. Uh, so you have two options. You can either go to the left or to the right. don't know. Let's go to the right. I feel like we go to the left a lot. 
That works. Let's go Kay. to the right. I feel like we always go left. <laughs> Seems as good of a reason as any. Uh, Veldreth uh, starts heading that direction. Me too. Hey. Me three. Phil is like reading a book and I was oh hey you guys are leaving okay <laughs> uh, so you all head the, head over to the right hand door uh, who's going to open it I'll open it okay uh, so you pull the door open uh, not really sure what to expect on the other side of this of this door and uh, it opens into a bed chamber uh, looks uh, very well appointed uh, very fine sheets and furniture that's all laid out in here. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, perception or investigation. Perception. Hey. So so just to just to put it out there, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna roll again because I've been rolling my 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 one my new die with the the multi class die. Oh, oh no! Did it? And this, and this is a first. But it went down the tower and hit the bottom, and went right in half. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and the bad part is, is, for a second there, my brain went, "The fuck just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, rolling again. That, however, is a nineteen uh, perception. Yes. So twenty-three. I got okay. twenty-one with the nineteen also. Damn. Uh, one of the things that sticks out to you, uh, it, like I said, the room is very well appointed. It's fine furniture and you know, nice four-poster bed with, with linens and stuff that are hanging off of it. The bed itself is unmade, and you get the idea that somebody, whoever was sleeping in here, was having a very fitful sleep. Uh, the sheets are all askew. Uh, the, the bedding is all kind of like uh, crumpled up and and in weird positions. It looks like there was uh, some poor sleep that was happening inside of this bed. Well, yeah, I mean, you clearly didn't finish making the nest, so it would make sense. No. <laughs> I guess maybe examine the bed closer? Okay. I... I'll just keep your your perception from earlier that as you get closer to it, you get the distinct smell is like like sweat uh, is is coming off of this bed. Uh, and like the it's almost like still wet, like that uh. like somebody that like again, going along with the the fitful sleep, like it's. It's, I don't want to say moist because that sounds like such an aggressive, nasty word to use for this, but uh, that's that's what you're getting. I mean, it's it, you get a smell of, of of like of sweat and almost like a a, a fear. Huh. Uh. Check around the bed, see if we can find anything that may have happened also. Uh, I mean, you don't see anything like you don't see blood on the floor or anything like that. Uh, It's just that uh, what you got is what you got. Hmm. 
Like nothing else looks off. The rest of the room looks fine. Uh, there's not any signs of struggle or anything like that. Should lay down in the bed. Not going to. Ugh. And a ghost haunts you. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That's what you fucking get. <laughs> I guess leave the room then? Or is there another way out or just the way we no, came No, just the way that you came in. There's nothing else that's going off. I guess go back out then. Okay. Uh, you go back out and you have the one other door that you haven't investigated yet. To that one. Okay. Uh, you head to that one and you get to a short hallway uh, with two doors on either side. Uh, both are open, uh, but you do not hear anything as you're kind of like creeping into this hall. Creep up to the first set of doors. Okay. Uh, so you creep up to the first set of doors and your eyes kind of start to adjust to the, the difference in here. Uh, so you, uh, uh, I'm only saying this because I should have said it the first time, is that you've got two doors on either side of the room and then at the end, the, the hall takes a sharp turn to the right uh, and then you can't see past there. So you creep up to the first room, which is on your left... Uh, you take a peek in. It's another bedchamber. Uh, less well-appointed than the one that you saw off of the the library study thing. Uh, but you notice right away that it's very similar, like the bedding is all askew. And huh. that same kind of idea there. Uh, check the next room closest. Okay. Uh, so on the right-hand side is another bedchamber. Uh almost the exact same as fitful sleep was happening up in here. Keep keep checking down the line. Hey, then I'll I'll tell you that the next two are the exact same thing. All of them are empty. Onward and around the corner. Okay, this is uh, weird. So you get up to the next turn, and uh, you kind of peek around the corner. And there is a uh, ornate wooden door at the end of the next short jog on this hallway. Keep moving. Okay. You get up to the door. Are you? What do you want to do? It. Are you just just straight up opening it? Yep. Okay. So you open the door, Trevor. Maybe we. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you're opening up the you're opening up the door. Yes. All right. You open up the door, and inside you see what appears to be more or less like a council chamber, uh, like a multi-purpose room. That there is a long, uh, black table that is up a small set of stairs at the far end of this room. That's maybe fifty or sixty feet away from. Uh, seated around this are five elderly looking drow. Uh, so there are five female and one male. Standing in front of the table uh, with their back to you is the uh, drow woman that ran away from you. They turn and look at you and all just kind of like watch 
as you kind of filter into the room. So I'm going to say again, we just came here to talk. But if you believe more blood needs shed, then I suppose that's the route we can go. But hopefully not. From behind you, you hear the door close. Damn it, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Glance over my shoulder. You see Veldreth standing between you and the door. Okay. And as he closes it, he turns back to face you. And he says, well, let's see if any part of you will survive this fight. And that is where we will go ahead and call it for tonight. Uh... I get one grunt. And I feel like I'm slipping because that's all I'm getting. I don't even know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about what was just said at all. Well, thank you all for. <laughs> I, did. I I kind of I just feel like a dick because I feel like I break people every time that one of these episodes close out. Uh. Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then we would ask that you please show us some support. Uh, One of the ways that you can do that is through our Patreon. We are good little warlocks and offer up sacrifices to our patrons, depending on the tier that you choose. Uh, If Patreon isn't so much your thing, then you could do something as simple as just buying us a coffee. Uh, If you go to ko-fi.com, search for Rolling in the Geek, you can do a one-time donation there. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? N- no? Uh, Nick, can you inform Ken that I'm not speaking to him right now? So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do the outro on my own free will and not because he told me to. <laughs> Ken, Brad, said, Brad wanted me to tell you you can subscribe to us on our- <laughs> <laughs> you can subscribe to our newsletter on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things rolling in the geek or you can find us on any of your favorite ear bacon stations also we're very active on twitter and if you want to talk to a bunch of rad content creators podcasters artists and all around cool people you can join us in the underground oracle discord through the link on our website thank you very much brad even though you're not talking to me (laughs) nick this week you are the sound blade singing wizard oh jesus sounds dangerous your With your sound magic, you are able to slice out our constant flubs or silly things that we say or the strange noises that we make on a day-to-day basis. 
can you please stab us something fun to go out on? Uh, yep. Yep. Um, it's a hootie hoo from Nick and Harkos as, uh, I don't know. We we got shot by some dicks in episode sixty six, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, look, I'm trying to stick. I'm trying to stick with the rhyming thing, and like I said a while ago, I remember why I stopped. Um, and we're we're gonna see. Uh, I don't know what's going sixty-seven. Tune in next week. Um, I can't. Uh, there, I'm like, we're gonna turn things up to eleven and six. I know I've done that before. I'm not gonna rehash my. Anyway, this week, um, uh, Geekat Jennifer picked this week's song. So, um, because I can't, I can't, I can't win them all all the time. So she picked the song. I made words to the song. Uh, somebody else made words to the song technically a long time ago. I made new words. Not that long ago. Anyway, without further ado, here is episode 66 parody. Um, enjoy or don't. Your choice. <clears throat> Mics are on. Our dice are nearby. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Kin is generous. <laughs> Nick and Brad are stubborn uh, uh, Nick and Brad are stubborn think they can't be beat but can proves them wrong sometimes <laughs> so many nights Nick is stressed by Brad because Brad's choices cause worry Nick's not guilt free his words flow out fast causing fights over rooms stupidly priced it's the curse of the dumbass when your ego flares up thinking you can best all of your rivals and sometimes you won't win no matter how hard you fight and we prove that to you every week here at Rig Geek. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Some fucking tiger up in here. Yeah. I like it. I'm surprised that wasn't like an earlier one, too. Like, it seems like such a, well, there's, a, a big... There's some of those, like, Survivor, Journey, Boston, those songs that I like a lot and they're really good songs and I don't want to fuck them up so I've stayed away yeah. from them because I'm like if I do it wrong I don't get to do it again and that one that one didn't turn out too bad so maybe I'll maybe I'll yeah, was pretty solid. brave my way into some of those songs that I've avoided yeah I'd love some I'd love some journey parody up in this bitch oh yeah that'd be that'd be amazing I've done one I've done any way you want it I think a while back oh yeah 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 but, you did but that's that's the only one. There's lots more that I could definitely endeavor to to do that I just haven't done. Oh, I believe. Thanks.
Yeah, no, Trevor, I just, I believe. Uh, um, tr- Trevor, yes. Um, right. Uh, I just, I don't think uh, this is going to work out. Um, maybe. And, and why isn't it going to work out? I, I don't understand. I, I'm just very curious yes, as to I, how you all have such a well recount of Harkos and I's adventures so far. This is, for you to know. this is a very strange thing. I, I feel like Sorry, magic but, uh, is is at uh, at hand oh, here, and I would like sake. to know who is involved. That's all. All right. Uh, who do we have uh, that's next on the list?
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.